This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 181. Will Lindsay go to Japan? Future tense in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, coming to you from Arizona and Boston, USA. When do you use will and when do you use going to? In this episode, find out how to stop making this common mistake in English. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get confident. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Lindsay, how are you? Awesome, Michelle. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited for today's episode. This is going to be a fun one. I know. And it's so key. I mean, imagine all the times that you use the word will every day. Imagine how many times. Probably hundreds of times. Hundreds of times. So we got to make sure we're doing it right. Right, Michelle? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. 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 So guys, today, this is exciting because we're in our top 15 mistakes series And this is number 11 in our countdown. We are counting down of the top 15 mistakes. And this one is all about using the future tense. And we see a common mistake with will, Michelle. Mm -hmm. So why don't we just go and say what that common mistake is so our listeners will know if they're making this mistake or not. Well, the common mistake is you hear will and you think, oh, it's to talk about the future. And then you use it for every single thing that you talk about in the future. <laughs> uh-huh, and yeah. that's when you end up with repetitive things like, mm. oh, uh, when I will be there, I will call you. Right. No, like, yeah. ah, that's 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 it's, a lot. Yeah. And in in this series, guys, this top 15 mistake series, we're telling you the mistakes that kind of make native speakers cringe a little bit. <laughs> yeah, okay, right, that, that, right. that makes native speaker kind of, oh, like it just doesn't sound good. It's just a fundamental mistake. And we're all about connection, not perfection. But that doesn't mean we can't try to get it right. Right, Michelle? Mm-hmm. Exactly. We definitely want to try and get it right. So, so I mean, mm-hmm. this is two separate ideas. And that example, yeah. when I, I so yeah, being somewhere, being somewhere. Mm-hmm. So being how do you somewhere. think we could construct that? Yeah. So let's rewrite this sentence and say it right. So what you could say is when I am there, I'll call you or uh, when I am there, I will call you. So what's the construction? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or when I arrive, I will call you. Or when I arrive. Yeah. When I arrive, when I get there, whatever it is. Yeah. So what's the thing that we have in common here with the first part? They're all what tense? Right. This first part is the present tense. Yeah. When I arrive, when I get there, when I'm there, right? And yeah, it's then kind of, we and have, then, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Then we sprinkle on the future. Sprinkle it on, just like sprinkles on a cupcake, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, that made me think of cupcakes. Now I just want a cupcake. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, so it's interesting, right? Because the whole idea is really about the future. So it, it's intuitive that our listeners would make the mistake of using will twice, but it's totally wrong. So the right. first part is about is using the present tense. And then the second part is the future. But the whole idea is, of course, in the future, right? Right, right, right. Well, let's talk about this, though. I mean, could you switch those two around? Yeah, for sure. How would you do it? Well, yeah, I could say, I will call you when I arrive, or I will call mm-hmm. you when I'm there, right? Exactly. But so how do you know which one to use the will with? Oh, that's a good question. Well, the when, right? Mm-hmm. The when is a key piece, right? Mm-hmm. I think the when is a key piece. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to combine the when with the will. <laughs> Would you agree <laughs> with that? Yes. Well, I mean, my question is, okay, when I arrive, I will call you. Mm-hmm. Which one is happening first in this situation? Uh, well, I will arrive first. Ooh, yeah, when yeah, I arrive. Yeah, because, yeah, you're not, yeah, you're saying, it, 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 that's what it sounds like to me. Like, I'm thinking, imagining you get in your car, then you, you know, you wait, maybe you're waiting out and like you're parked on the side, you know, yeah. like in front of a building or something, and then you call. Yeah, so maybe the formula is something like circumstance and then result or something. It's like condition and then action, right? Condition is the, is the when. The condition is that I arrive. The action is that I will call you. So when I arrive, I will call you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. When the sun goes down, we'll have a candlelight dinner, for example, right? right that kind right, of right. thing. I mean, and these things can be very, very close together. It doesn't mean like, oh, I'm going to arrive, sit on my car for three hours and then call yeah. you. Right, right. right. Like, mm-hmm. or, well, you know, it, it's it's not really like we're not giving enough information there. It can be like very close together, too. Yeah. So guys, that's just the common mistake. We're trying to bust this mistake today, but let's give some examples in the form of a role play. So we'll give the role play and then we'll go back for our listeners and dissect it all. How does that sound? Let's do it. So guys, in this role play, we are discussing what we'll make for dinner. Okay, here we go. So mm -hmm. Uh, I think I'll make some pasta tonight. Does that sound good to you? I actually had pasta last night when I went out with some friends. I'll eat it again if you want, but I'd rather not. Oh, no worries. I'll make something else. Hmm. What about a Thai salad with grilled chicken and peanut sauce dressing? That sounds amazing. It'll be a lot of work, though. Are you up for it? Yeah, I can do it if you'll help chop veggies. I will for sure help. Well, you grill the chicken. I'll prep the veggies. All right, perfect. So when I'm at the grocery store, I will call you to see if we need anything else. All right. So we have quite a plan here. I thought this I thought this role play was gonna go in another direction. Like I was gonna be super picky and not (laughs) not accept any of your cooking ideas. Oh (laughs) luckily that didn't happen. (laughs) Yes. Luckily it didn't happen. So yeah, here we go. We're talking about what we will make for dinner. So I said I think I'll make some pasta tonight. And notice, I'm not saying I think I will make, right? I'm using the aisle, the contraction. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a next level pronunciation thing when it comes to native English, right? But, you know, this, this, I think I will, we're outside of the construction guys that we were talking about before. When I arrive, I will call you. But this is more the spontaneous will, right? Michelle, that you were saying you teach your students a lot, right? Right. I think it's a spontaneous decision. Right. That's when I, I mean, we can, I'm sure we'll be talking about this more in another episode, but like when I think of will, I think of it as like yeah. more in the moment. So like mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh, I think I'll make some pasta tonight, right? I th- I thought of that kind of in the moment. And then yeah. 
you, when you respond, you said, I'll eat it again if you want, right? So you're deciding that in that moment. You didn't plan eating pasta again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. a long-term plan. Yeah, exactly. And when I used to teach English in schools, I used to teach it this way too. This makes total sense, right? So also you could memorize this as a chunk, guys, because we don't usually say, I think I'm going to do this, right? It's, if you're making that spontaneous decision, it's will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for sure. For sure. I will eat it again, again, spontaneity, because I'm responding to what you've decided, right? I'm going to make right. pasta. Okay. Or I'll make pasta. <laughs> I just said right. I'm going so this to. This is not like, oh, you like made this plan and it's been on your calendar. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Yeah. It hasn't been um, on my calendar. Yes. And then same here. Like I said, I, uh, no worries. I'll make something else. I decided that now. Not exactly. before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you, I said, that sounds amazing. It'll be a lot of work though. So why in this one, am I not saying it's going to be a lot of work? Again, it's not really so much a plan. I guess in this case, you might throw in going yeah, to Yeah, you be. could say you could say it's going to be a lot of work. Yeah. Going, right? Yeah. You, you could. You could. Uh, sometimes yeah. either can work. Um, we could discuss, you know, the ins and outs of that. But I think <laughs> yeah. either is okay. We could do a whole nother episode on really splitting hairs here, Michelle. Because oh, guys, yeah. there are some where you can interchange and that's a good example of them. But don't worry too much. We're trying to get the broad ideas here. Okay. Exactly. And then next one. Exactly. Oh. So uh, so then I said, <laughs> mm-hmm. I can do it if you'll help chop veggies. So I'm still, I'm not saying like, oh, if you'll help chop veggies, let's put it on the calendar from, <laughs> you know, two days yeah. ago and you're going to help me, ch- you know, see, because, yeah. listen, I said, even just now, naturally saying it. So I, in that example, I was saying, oh, well, put it on the calendar. You're gonna chop veggies. That's yeah, yeah. where my I'm- mind automatically went. That felt more natural. Right. Exactly. So again, like, you know, we didn't say Wednesday at three, I'm going to go to Michelle's house and I'm going yeah. to chop veggies. No, we're, we're deciding this all in this moment. As a result, you know, I, I'm going to help. I, I say I'll help chop veggies as a result of the fact that you're going to cook, right? <laughs> oh, it's tricky because we're throwing in going to here too, Michelle. <laughs> Guys, honestly, I have to be honest with you. This is a hard thing to teach. Um, yeah. This is hard for native speakers to teach it, even teachers. Right? It, it gets jumbled and there are tons of exceptions. Jumbled. And, yeah. you know, so we're giving you a couple basic rules for today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yes, if I were to, you know, if I were to keep going like this for an hour and look at all sorts of examples, I would get myself a little like, wait, I guess it could be this or it could be that. But we're teaching this basic we don't want to make things like more complicated. We're here to simplify. Yeah. Basics. That's why we learn chunks. We learn situations. Right. We know this is a spontaneous event in Michelle's kitchen and we're deciding what we're going to eat at the last minute, right? Exactly. All these things are being decided spontaneously. So let's just finish this up here, Michelle. So um, then I said, I will help. I will help for sure. Now, I will help. That's definitely spontaneous. Mm-hmm. I would definitely not say I'm going to help for sure, mm-hmm. right? That I will help for sure is very noting. My intonation is noting how spontaneous mm-hmm. I'm being. You're very spontaneous. Very spontaneous. <laughs> it's good to be spontaneous. <laughs> <laughs> and then you said while you grilled the chicken. So this is different than when we were talking about before, like when, right? So now this is at the same time, right? Yeah. While you grill the chicken, I will prep the vegetables. So yeah, you can also with that other half use things like while or when, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah, that works the same way. So that you grill the chicken is in the present tense, the same way the when construction works, guys. Uh, but you're just, it's a more 
parallel thing, right? Mm -hmm. So the things are happening in parallel instead of one after the other. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. Exactly. And then what was the last one? When I'm at the grocery store, I'll call you to see if we need anything else. Or I could have said, when I get to the grocery store, I'll call you to see if we need anything else. And that's more about the example from the beginning. Ooh, Michelle, right. Will, going to <laughs> tricky. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's okay, though, guys. This is good stuff. I mean, this is important. We gave you a couple really um, useful pieces of advice today. Exactly, exactly. So, Michelle, let's see if we can have any example to tie it up, wrap it up here. Um, so what are you, you going to do tonight, just so we can give an example of going to real quick to show oh, the... Oh, yeah. oh, what am I going to do tonight? Mm-hmm. Uh so I'm gonna watch Seinfeld. I don't know. See, see, like, I feel like I, I would be more talking about something like this weekend, like something that I'm more likely to have a future plan tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I could say like, oh, I'm gonna pro- I'm probably gonna watch Seinfeld. Like maybe okay. it's not like a big plan, but I'm still talking about it that way maybe because it's a habit. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you'll cook tonight? Uh, well, I think, I'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so have perfect. To eat something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty spontaneous right there, right? So do mm-hmm. you think you'll cook? So again, this is not necessarily a plan that you have. So I should have asked you, what are you going to do this weekend, right? That would have been a better question. And then about the cooking question, do you think you'll cook? That's clearly will, guys, because again, it's spontaneous. It's using think as a chunk. So what should our listeners do to learn this, Michelle? How can they understand this more clearly? Okay, guys, you got to keep on listening. <laughs> yeah. Right? Totally. I mean, l- definitely uh, find examples. Maybe watch a TV show. Find a transcript from a TV show. Circle some examples mm-hmm. um, and yeah. really kind of dissect it for yourself. This is all about getting used to the language, getting used to the nuances and dissecting real English that you hear. Yeah. I love the idea of working backwards. Like you, mm-hmm. you hear the natural language. You print out the transcript from friends, for example. I know you love friends, Michelle. So maybe you'll be watching that tonight. I don't know. (laughs) Um, And then you go ahead and you write out, you find the rules that we've just taught you and you connect that to the real English. That's what we recommend for you guys. Okay, cool. Right. But definitely, sorry, real fast. If you, because you have a plan to play tennis, right? I do. Yes, so, I do. So you would like you would more likely say I'm gonna play tennis tonight, mm-hmm. right? Because you have had that on your calendar, you know, yes. you, you've known that that's gonna happen. Yeah, exactly. Tonight I'm gonna play tennis. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> May, maybe after tennis, I'll go get a beer with my ah, my teammate, right? Oh, perfect example. It. Now we'll there finish the episode it. with a good example. <laughs> good example. All right. This was fun, Lindsay. All right, Michelle. Guys, catch the next episodes in this series. So the next episode, don't forget or go backwards and see our episodes from before if you miss them. 165, 169, 173, and 177 are all episodes in this Top 15 Mistakes series. All right, Michelle, thanks for hanging out. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye, Lindsay. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.
our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs>